How you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. We're studying Daf Kufei, Daf 105 of Masech Tzubis, friends. Well, today we start the 13th and final pack of Masech Tzubis. Um, I'm doing my little standing trick again. It's pretty cool. It makes it so much easier, man. Just move around, got freedom. It's nice. Um, anyways, uh, I'm gonna record. I told the people upstairs that I'm recording. Because they were being super loud. Hopefully, uh, they won't be super loud. And I won't have to complain. Alright. Um, let's get started. Oh, so we're talking about like judging and stuff. Kind of interesting stuff. Oh, this is so good to be able to move around while I'm recording. This is the smartest thing ever. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is so good. Move around. It's like almost like I'm exercising. I think. Not that I would know. <laughs> Alright, let's get started on the Kuftal I think that's what exercise is. You move around, right? Alright. Um Kuftal Ramabez. All the way at the bottom. Um Shnidayonik Zero Saibu Shalim. Oh, there were two um I don't know, judges of decrees in Jerusalem. Admon Vikonan bin Avishalom. Okay. Admon and Khonan bin Avishalom. Khonan Omer Shneid Dvarim. Admon Omer Shiva. Chonan said two things that the rabbis disagreed with, and Admon said seven of them. A fellow who's going, uh, who travels someplace, and his wife now wants to get to be supported while he's away. Chonan um, says, Chonan, so Chonan says, look, if he dies and she goes to collect the ksuba, so then. She'll swear that she hasn't collected anything else from the estate. But to collect Mizonis, um, she can just collect, she doesn't have to swear about anything, right? So again, so Tishav Basov, she, she swears at the end, like, if ultimately she'll end up collecting the Ksuba, that's one thing, she has to swear. But simply to collect the Mizonis, that uh, she doesn't need to swear about. But the sons of the high priests argue on, um, this concept, uh, I guess I'm what Hanon is saying. Um, alright. Remember when they said, Tishav Batrilo Uvasov, that she has to swear both, uh, to, for Mizonis as well as for, uh, her Ksube. Amir Dose Ben Arkinos. Dose Ben Arkinos. Kidivreim, like the sons of the high priests. Amir Ben Yochanan Ben Zakai. Oh, it says Ben Yochanan Ben Zakai. Yof Amir Hanon, Dotishav El Basov. That, no, Hanon Taka says good. That um, she only swears uh, to collect the ksuba, but not for the mizonis. Standing is so cool. Vera Mini says the Gemara. We have a contradiction. Okay, fine. There were three judges of um, theft in Jerusalem. So meaning our Mishnah said. So okay, whatever. We'll, we'll we'll get to the misalignments in a minute. Admon. Ben Gadoi, Vichonan Amitsui, Vichonan Ben Abishalom, those three people. Kashitlasa train. So we have a question of three. So what question number one, contradiction number one is that our Mishnah says two, and over here we list three. Kashikzeris Agzelis. And the Mishnah says that they were judges of decrees, and over here we're saying they were judges of thefts. So is it two? Is it three? Is it thefts? Is it decrees? Friends, what do we do? Our heads are exploding. Bishlamatlasa train Lukasha. Says the Gemara that, okay, I can understand why the three versus two thing is no problem. The Choshev Le Katani, the Choshev Le Katani, Lo Katani is listing 
people who the author of the Brisa considered to be important. So, the Mishnah, uh, only Chonon and Avishalom were considered by the Tana of the Mishnah to be important. And the Brisa, uh, the other one said also, Chonon um, Amitzvi was Oichit, important. Hello. Gezeris Agzeles Kasha, what do you do about the fact that one place says Dayona Gezeris and one place says Dayona Gezeris? Amrav Nachman by Yitzchok, she goes in Gezeris al Gezeris. Ho, 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 ho. That, no, that the, that the decrees that they would make were about theft. Kedetanya, as we learn in the Bible, Kitmonetia, so if a ox gets into somebody's private property and uproots a uh, uh, plant, so Rabbi Yossi Omer goes a Gezeris so says Abiyosi that those who would decree decrees in Jerusalem say Netiyah bas shnoso shtei kesef that the that the that the fine for a um uh, a one year old uh, sapling plant is two kesefs two silver coins bas kesef and if it's two years old so then um it's four silver coins v'ramini. Okay, fine. So, so we managed to figure out the discrepancies. Good. Very many. We have a kasha. Shlosha Yerushalayim. There were three judges of decrees in Jerusalem. Admon v'chonon v'nochum. Who's nochum? That's new. Amir Pop and Mantana nochum. Who's the one who mentioned nochum? Ibnosani. It's Ibnosin mentions nochum. The Tanya is within the Baisa. Ibnosin Omer says Ibnosin. Af nochum hamadi migoz egzeris Yerushalayim hoyo. That Reb Nosson says that Oichet Nochamadi was of the uh, um, decrees of decrees in Jerusalem. But the Chacham disagreed with Reb Nosson. That's it. Just three. The Amr Reb Pinchas, Amr Boshaya, Shlosh Meos Vetishim Ba'aba, but the Dinay Dinayi Biushalayim that there were three hundred and ninety-four uh, um, courts in Jerusalem. Kenegdom but the Knesios, also 394 synagogues. Uchnegdom but the Medrashos, as well as uh, study halls. Uchnegdom but the Bosofrim and and Cheders. Dayonin, so no, so what do you mean only three? There were 394 courts. So Dayonin Tuva, but yeah, there were plenty of judges. But those who would decree degree, decrees, that's an Anderazach, that's something else. There were only three of them. I'm a view Says Yehuda in the name of Avasi, goes Egzerish of Yerushalayim that those who would decree decrees in Jerusalem, Hayinotan Tzcharin Tishim Vetesha Monah Mitumas Alishka, they would receive for their payment ninety nine mana from the donations of the uh, to the temple. Lo Ratzu Mosifin Lohem, and if they were not satisfied with that amount, if that was too little for them, so then they would add more. What do you mean if it wasn't enough? What with the, the, the nudniks that uh, that right, that 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 were paying them and they're saying no, it's not enough. I need more. No, it means that if the ninety-nine mana were not enough for them, who knows? Maybe they had a big family, whatever it might be. If it wasn't enough to to call, you know to for them to live off of, so then even if they don't want to accept more. We give them more anyways because they need it. Kaino avashokel is stira mizaka v'stira michayev v'doin dino dino v'doin lehu dino. So Kaino, who remembers Kaino? I think I remember Kaino. Kaino was Shmuel's chavusa uh, before Rav got there, I believe. There was a story in the Avkuf Ches of Mesech the Shabbos, I think. 
I forgot the story, Lemaise. But I think that was the story when when Rav came. And did he die in that story? I have to look it up. But anyways, okay, so Karna, so if two people came before him for judgment, so he would receive one seller from, from each of them. So he'd receive essentially Betzim, uh, two seller, and he would uh, preside over the case. Bechi Avarachi, I could receive any money. But the Pasuk says, You can't take a Shochad. Wait, one second. What's the definition of Shochad? Because we're going to mention Potsa soon. Excuse me, one second. Oh, wait. I don't see, I don't see the... Uh... Okay, I don't have the translation down here. Okay, but you can't take a bribe, I guess, essentially. So, so, new, so, so how could it be that Karna would accept uh, any money from anybody? I mean, you can't, as a judge, you can't accept any kind of payment. So, so maybe you'll say, look, you can't accept anything from one of the litigants, because then, you know, you might, you might sort of, uh, uh, lean the case in that fellow's favor, right? If one of the litigants gives you, uh, money, gives the judge money, so then, they may be inclined to rule in their favor. But since he's receiving equal payments from both of them, so he's not taking favors, they're still starting on equal uh, equal footing. But so what? So what? Even if he accepts a seller from both of them, so they're, so they're both equal, does that make it okay? Don't take any uh, uh, payment. And he, I assume it's a bribe, right? You can't take any bribe. What does it mean? If it means, well, you can't um, make the guilty person innocent and the innocent person guilty. Well, it already says that you can't tilt judgment. Obviously, you can't rule improperly. So why do we have to say that you can't accept the bribe if we already know that you're not let it judge improperly? It means even if it's to... You know, do business as usual. Even if it's to um, make the innocent person innocent and the guilty person guilty, um, um, uh, still you can't accept any kind of payment. So Amra Torah v'shochad lo sikach. So 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 the Torah says um, 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 uh, that you can't accept any kind of payment, even if it's to keep things equal. And therefore, you shouldn't be accepting any payment, even if it's from each of them, and 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 sort of you know a balanced footing. Is 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 um, is maintained. So the Gemara says, well, that's only if he's accepting it as a bribe. But kind of is But kind of was a different story. He wasn't accepting it as a bribe. He was accepting it as as payment. Meaning, it, you know, he's working. He's he's and he's being paid for his work, and that's okay. But is it okay? Can a can a a a a a a a a, a, dayan, a judge really accept payment for his work? If a fellow accepts payment to a judge, so then his judgment is irrelevant. It's null. It's annulled. So no, you can't accept payment for judgment. So how did Karna accept anything? So Hanimili Agardino. We say, yeah, but you can't accept payment, a fee, for judgment, but you can accept schaibatela. What's schaibatela? Schaibatela is he could be doing other things, right? I mean, right now he's sitting there and taking time to judge your case. He could be uh, out uh, betting his money in the stock market. And, well, 
No, that, well, that's not a guarantee. Maybe you could be uh, 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 working at the su- at the local supermarket and being uh, and getting you know paid hourly or something like that. So, but he's not there, and he's he's sitting here judging your case. So because he could be making money doing other things, and instead he's taking the time to to do this for you. So you pay him for the fact that um, you know he's losing out on on other sources of revenue by sitting here and judging your case for you. Is that okay? Are you allowed to accept that it's disgusting for a for a, a judge to accept a, a, you know money payment to judge? But at the end of the day, the the judgment stands. Now what are we talking about? What kind of what kind of payment? What? So if we say that we're talking about payment for judging, Dino Din, but then how could is how could we be saying that is that the judgment stands, right? We said that if a fellow receives payment, so it's disgusting, but the judgment stands. But we learned in a mission, that if a fellow receives payment for judging, his um uh, judge is his judgment is irrelevant. So it must be that we're talking about that he could be doing other things. And we're saying that it's still disgusting. So if it's disgusting, why would why would Karna do it? That's that's like, you know, questionable. That it's not obvious. But Karna, it was it was clear. How do, why was it clear? Zuza. Everybody, Karna apparently was a well-known wine connoisseur. That if you had barrels of wine and you needed to know, you know, what, you know, right there. Well, what's that? Who's that? There's that famous, uh, I guess relatively famous, I don't know. There's that, well, being that I'm trying to remember his name, maybe it's not that, maybe he's not that famous, but there's that Israeli wine critic, Rogov, I think. And he would have, he had these, I think he would put out these like books every year or something with like, you know, his, uh, 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 ratings on different wines. And I think there was like, one thing would be like drink up. Like if he was ready to drink now, it would be like drink up. So people would kind of hire Karna to come and check his barrels and to check their barrels. And he would tell them like, okay, this you better drink now. It's not, you know, if you wait too long, it's not going to be good anymore. This one still has time. So that, so he was well known that that, right? That was his job. That's what he did. And here he is sitting and judging this case. Clearly, he could be inspecting barrels of wine and making money that way. Um, but instead, he's sitting here. So it's clear that, you know, the payment that he's receiving is because, you know, because he could otherwise be making money otherwise. So, so therefore, we pay him for his time. But if it wasn't clear that this person would be making money otherwise, well, then it would be disgusting. like when a when a judgment would come, where a case would come before Ravuna, Amarlo he, he would say to them, Havuli Gavra the Dali Libihari Kai, if you can find somebody for me to water my fields, then sure I will happily judge your case. But otherwise, you know, I got work to do. So it's clear that that um, you know that there was uh, that whatever payment would be, it would be Skarbatala. It would be because, you know, otherwise he's got other things. That he could be doing. Amr says, I, I think I don't exactly understand the logic here, but says, 
Come and see how blind the eyes of those who receive bribes are. So if a fellow is having issues with his eyes, so he goes to see an eye doctor, he pays the eye doctor, and still, you know, he doesn't know that the, that the, that the, that the doctor will necessarily be able to heal his eyes, but nonetheless he pays him. But the people who receive bribes, they receive money, and blind their eyes. Shenemar kiashocher kiashochad yaaber pikrim. That the um, those who receive bribes blind eyes. What does that mean? Uh, the whole point was that comes smurus and enchok kabel shochad. What that the people who receive the shochad are blind? Okay. I don't know. Somehow. They receive the money and then they become blind. Okay. Okay, how does that relate to the person who his eyes bother him? So he goes to the doctor and gives the guy money and maybe he'll get healed. And here they're giving these judges money then the judges get blind? I don't know. I don't really get it. But okay, I guess um, accepting money for bribes and stuff is bad. So the, the bribe will blind the eyes of the wise. Kavachomel Tipshin certainly will blind the eyes of the fool, foolhardy. And will, I don't know, do stuff to the words of, mess up the words of the righteous. Kavachomel Rishayim certainly to the wicked. To which the Gemara says, I don't understand our, 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 our foolhardy fellows and nudnik people judging cases. This is what it means. That bribes will blind the eyes of the uh, rabbis, of, of the wise. Even if you have a very, very wise individual and he accepts a bribe, by the time he comes to die, um, mark my word, he will have a blind heart. will mess up the words of the righteous. Even if you have a complete tzaddik, and he receives a bribe in Uniftum and Olam below Teirufadas, he will not leave the world without um a messed up intellect. Um alright, fine, very nice. Kyasu Evdimi when Evdimi came from Aitisal to Bavel Omar uh Omar he said Darish of Nachman Bar Koyin. There Nachman Bar Koyin Darshan. Maidik said what does the Pasuk mean Melch Bamishbat Yamir Arz Vish Trumas Yarseno that a king in, in, in justice will uphold the land and a fellow of tithes will destroy it. If a, if, a, if a judge is like a king in that he doesn't need anything, he's got everything, he doesn't need money, he's a wealthy fellow, well, that he will uphold the land. But if he's like a priest who has to go around to the different granaries asking people for trume, that is not a, a, a quality that you want in a judge. A judge who's needy, um, he will end up destroying the land um, uh, because he may accept bribes and things like that. Omar Avbar Rav Shila says Avbar Rav Shila, Dayona Shielta, a judge who borrows things, basically asks favors from people. Apostle Maidandina, he can't judge because if if he owes people things, you know, then then uh, he may be inclined to rule in their favor. Vlamar and Ella to Oshule. That is only if he, now we only say this if it's a one-way street, right? But if it's a two-way street, right? Kielu, 
if you have a judge who borrows things, but he also lends things, well then, um, um, but if he lends in return, so then that's okay. He's just a normal dude. Ini, is that true? But Rava shall shelter midve barmerian afogav to lo shaile mine. But Rava would borrow things from barmerian, who I think was like a um, right the house of barmerian that they were like a wealthy, powerful family. And even though he would not lend them things in return, yeah, but that wasn't because he actually needed anything from them that he was dependent on them. That was he, you know, they were an honorable family, so he wanted to give them honor. So he borrowed things from them, but you know he wasn't actually dependent on them. Amr Rav says, "Rav, my time with the Shochado, how come um, a a a a um, like what's the deal with Shochad? Came the Kabbalah Shochado because a fellow who accepts a bribe mine ikarvele so he becomes closer to that person legabe vehave kigufe and they become like one body. Vein adam roya chayvel atzma, a person can't uh, see guilt for himself, so can so my Shochad shehuchad." What does shochad mean? It means that he is one, and therefore, right. So a fellow who accepts a bribe, he like becomes one with the with the with the briber, and uh, and you can't, you know, if you're the briber, so you, so you're not going to make yourself guilty. A fellow should not uh, uh, preside over a, a a a a case for a fellow who who he loves. Not for a fellow who he hates. Because the fellow who he loves, he will be unable to find guilt. And the fellow who he hates, he will be unable to find merit. If you have a Torah scholar that's very popular in his town, it's not because he's particularly good or great or you know awesome. It's because he doesn't give them rebuke. You know, if you rebuke them a little bit, they wouldn't love him so much. With regards to heavenly things. Initially, I thought that the people of Mechosa where he lived, initially, it says, initially, I thought that all the people of Mechosa loved me. But once I became a judge, I figured, surely some of them hate me and some of them love me. But once I noticed that, look, the way it works is that, you know, <laughs> you judge honestly. And therefore, you might have one person who's guilty one day, but the next day might be innocent in a different case, in a different matter. So therefore, kind of, at the end of the day, things kind of even out. So, I mean, So therefore, being that sort of it's an even playing field, and, you know, sometimes win, sometimes you lose. When you win, you're happy. When you lose, you're not, but it evens out. So therefore, rather, if, if, People are 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 not are, are are don't like me. Then it's probably an indication that nobody likes me. And if people like me, it's probably an indication that everybody likes me. Since you know, it's not like uh, any individual person should or shouldn't like him. Since you know, it's an even playing. You know, like maybe one time he favored judge in favor, but another time not, or vice versa. So you know, that'll be even. But if there's sort of a, a general vibe of you know pro or con, that right, that might be sort of an indication of general sentiment in the community. Do not receive a bribe. Certainly, uh, you know, you shouldn't receive money. But even things that are not financial, uh, those are not allowed. And we'll, we'll describe what those unfinancial things may be in uh, uh, momentarily. It doesn't say don't receive 
botza. I guess botza would be specifically financial, but it says shochad. Um, shochad could be financial, but it can also be any other kind of favor. Hechidami, shochad devarim. What 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 would be considered a a bribe that is not financial? Shmuel, it's like Shmuel. He was crossing over a bridge. All of a sudden, a certain fellow shows up and and he gives him a hand. Shmuel's like, yo, what's up, brother? Why are you giving me a hand? Oh, Dina Isli. He said, oh yeah, because, uh, well, I, I have to go to court, so uh, I kind of want to help you out. And, you know, it would be good for me. He says, look, well, I can no longer judge you because you just bribed me by doing me a favor. Amemer, Dino. Um, very interesting. It's very interesting. I was once uh, at a friend's house, and his father is um, uh, is a is a, a real estate developer in New York City, and he was one. Um, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't get into this. Uh, anyways, it was interesting how uh, you know you can't pay people bribes, but there are other things you can do if you need to get. Uh, I'm not going to go there. Omale psunalach ledino. So, so, um, um, so, so he says, uh, so he says, look, I can't, so it's interesting, right? So we're saying, you know, you know, it's not just the financial things that are not allowed, but also, uh, not, you know, sort of other kind of things that you might do to help them out. Um, so that, uh, wouldn't be allowed either. So Amemer was sitting and he was, uh, he was judging. Areshe and then a, a leaf, uh, a, a feather landed on his head. Also, Ugabu Shakle, so a certain fellow came and, and, and removed it. Omele, my vidtich. And Amem was like, yo, why are you removing a feather from my head? Omele, Dina Isli. And the guy's like, oh, well, I have a, a case soon and I want you to help me out. Omele, well, he doesn't say it, but I have a case coming up. Omele, Psunalach Ladina. So Amem says, well, I can't be your judge then because you just did me a favor. My ukva have a shdi, ruka kame. My ukva, there was, I guess, spit in front of him. Also, Ugarva Kase. So, a certain fellow came and he covered it up. So, Mark was like, yo, why are you covering up the spit? So, the guy says, well, I have a case coming up. So, he says, well, I cannot be your judge. had a sharecropper who every um, Friday would bring him fruits. Yomachad. Uh, one time, uh, one day, one time he brought the, the fruits on Thursday as opposed to Friday. So Yishmael Berbiosi is like, yo, why are you bringing it on a Thursday this week? You usually bring it on a Friday, bro- on a Friday brother. So Dino Isli, he's like, well, I have a case coming up. I figured I may as well drop off these fruits. I may as well drop off these fruits. So Bishma Rabbi didn't accept it. He says, look, I can't be your judge because you just attempted to bribe me. So he you know, asked these uh, other um, rabbis if they could preside over the case. And they judged the case for the sharecropper. Now, you know, after that incident, uh, Omar, right, as a... Uh, um, Rishma Rabbiosi was kind of uh, walking to and fro. Uh, Omar, he was saying to himself, right? He was thinking, you know, maybe we can make this argument, can make that argument. You know, all of a sudden he was, meaning, 
he didn't even accept the bribe and he's not even judging the case, but still all he could think about is, you know, what are the kinds of arguments that the sharecropper could be making, right, right that would be favorable for him. He's like, you know, gosh, it, it's, you know, may their soul, may their spirits be swelled, those who accept bribes, meaning he's saying like, it's a really bad thing to accept a bribe. You know, in, in my case, I didn't actually accept the bribe. And if I would have accepted the bribe, I would be accepting my own stuff. It's my own fruits that the guy's dropping off. And yet still, I, I, all I could think about is how this case could work in the favor of the sharecropper. sharecropper. Imagine if I was a judge and I accepted a, a bribe. Certainly, I mean, it would be extremely difficult to rule against the briber. So a certain fellow dropped off racious um, agays that when you shear your like sheep every year, so you give one sixtieth of it to the coin. So this random person shows up with racious agays. He says, "Where are you from?" From such and such a place. I don't understand. From that place to here, you couldn't find the coin that you had to schlep all the way over here to give me uh, racious agays. On my lay, Dina Isli. He says, "Well, look, I have a case, a, ju- a court case coming up. Amina, and I figured, Agavochoi, I see lay. I may as well drop off Rishis Agays with you, Lemar. On the Psunalach Dina says, "Look, I can no longer be your judge." Lo Kabu Mine, and he did not accept the shearings. Osiv lay Zuba de Rabbanon v'Kadayni lay, and he, he, you know, he he asked the different um uh, some some other rabbis to judge the case for him. Badid Kaozov Asi, and and yet even though. He did not accept, right? Even though, you know, he was a Kayan and he was entitled to Rashi Sagez and he didn't even accept it and he's not even judging the case. Nonetheless, all he could think about is Omar, he can make, right? This fellow could make this argument in his favor, that argument that would help him. Right? So Omar, he says, he says, it's really terrible to accept bribes. That me, I didn't accept the, uh, this, these shearings. And if I would have accepted them, I would be entitled to them because it's racist I gaze and I'm a coin. And yet, oh, I can't get it out, out of my head. All I could think about is how to rule in this fellow's favor, how to make it work in this fellow's favor. Certainly then, people, you know, people who actually accept bribes and then go ahead and judge the case, I mean, it would be extremely difficult for them to rule against the briber. Rav Onon, Rav Onon, a fellow dropped off um, the small fish. Rav Onon's like, yo, bro, why are you dropping off small fish? So he says, well, I have a, I have a court case coming up. Rav Onon did not accept the, the small fish. He says, I cannot judge you. Um, so the fellow says, look, I, I, I don't need you to judge me. But just accept my small fish. So as not to hold me back from uh, offering uh, first fruits. The Tanis, we learn in the verse of a fellow came from Baal Shalisha, and he brought for Elisha, Lechem Bikurim Esrim, 20 loaves of bread from first uh, uh, wheat, Lechem Saorim, and wait, Lechem Bikurim, what, Esrim Lechem Saorim, what, 20 barley loaves, and Vichamu Bitsiklono, and also Carmel? 
would Elisha eat Bikurim? Somebody brings a gift to a to a Torah scholar. It's as though he is offering Bikurim. So therefore, this fellow says to Ravon, and he says, "Look, I don't need you to judge me, but please just accept my small fish, uh, because it'll be as if I I am offering Bikurim first fruits, uh, uh, since you know you are a Torah scholar and you will accept my gift." So Ravonin says, look, I wasn't going to accept this gift, but the Ikbil, Hashto, the Amradli Taima, Makbilna, look, now that you've explained, now that you've kind of framed it that way, that, um, you know, you want to give a gift to Tamil Chacham, so it's like you bring Bikurim, Seder, I'll accept it. Shadrach, the comment of Nachman, so, uh, Ravonin referred this fellow to Rav Nachman, and Rav Onan says, uh, sent to Rav Nachman, can you please judge this fellow, because I'm unable, I'm unfit to judge this fellow. So Rav Nachman says, oh, wow, well, Rav Onan is sending me this letter. So it must be that he is a relative of this uh, fellow, or maybe he's close to this fellow, he's a relative of this fellow. Um, and uh, and and therefore, for that reason, he's unable to 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 to, to uh, judge this fellow. Um, now, on the what's it called, the docket or something, uh, Rav Nachman was meant to be judging a uh, case for uh, orphans. So Omar Hai essay by essay says, look, this is an essay of judging, a mitzvah essay of uh, judging, as Rashi says, Ushvat and Tzedek. And there's also, I think it would mean that there's also the essay of Kavod Torah, right? If this fellow is coming through the referral of Ravonon, so if Nachman figured, okay, it's also the honor of the Torah to give this case precedence. So essay the Kavod Torah Adif. So, uh, so uh, let's prioritize the mitzvah essay of honoring uh, the Torah. So, Saka Ledine Diasmi Vaachte Ledine. So he uh, um, prioritized this case that came through of Anun from this fellow with the small fish, and he prioritized that over the case of the orphans. Came the Chazubadine, Yikarid the and then when the other litigant saw the honor, the, the favor that um, Rav Nachman was showing to this fellow, that he that he that he prioritized this case on behalf of this fellow, so he started Tainosa. So then the the the, the fellow litigant. Uh, was unable to talk and unable to make his remarks because he was so overwhelmed by the fact that he seemed like he was up against a favored fellow. Um, so Rav Onon, what the heck is that? Rav Onon, Haverogel Eliyahu de Osi Gabe. So now Eliyahu and Avi would often visit Rav Onon. The Havamasni they say to Eliyahu because he would learn what's referred to the Tanit Eliyahu. Okay. Came into Avarachi, but after this case, once this situation happened, Istalik um, uh, Eliyahu stopped coming to Rav Anun. He also betainisa uvarachme, so Rav Anun fasted and he prayed for also, and Eliyahu came back. But kiosa avamavayisle, but this time when he came back, Rav Anun was was very was very scared. Mavayisle ba'usi, he was very afraid of of Eliyahu Anavi. Vavetevusa v'yosiv kame. And he would, uh, he made some kind of a, 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 um, a, a box, and he would, I guess, sit in this, uh, box while they would learn. until they finished learning all, I guess, of this Tana de Eliyahu. And that, Seder Eliyahu Rabba was when he was, um, learning prior to this incident, when he would learn outside of the box. 
And then the Seder de Zuta was when he was learning after this incident, when he would be sitting in this uh, kind of box when they would study together. Now, during the uh, days of Rav Yosef, there was, uh, the Ebeshter was upset with the people and there was a famine. So the rabbi said to Rav Yosef, Why don't you pray for us? So Rav Yosef says, When it came to Elisha, the prophet, that when the rabbis would leave um, Elisha, there would be, after the rabbis would leave, there would still be 2,200 people who were dependent on Elisha for sustenance. Wow. Even so, when the Ebeshter was upset, he, you know, he didn't take it upon himself to pray for them. I guess if the Ebeshter was said, he didn't upset, he didn't want to interfere. What will I pray? How do we know that uh, meaning, I guess Rav Yosef was saying, if the Ebeshter is upset, the Ebeshter is upset, I'm not going to interfere, I guess. Interesting. How do we know that there were 2,200 people dependent on Elisha? Uh, the Pazik says, that Elisha's uh, servant said to him, how will I give this to 100 people? So now, now in that Pazik, it mentioned like 20 loaves of barley and another loaf and, and caramel. So there were like 22 items that were brought to him. And it says that there were 100 people darting. So my lef ish, what does it mean that there were 100 people darting? If it means that he's going to give these 22 items to each of the 100 people, well, if it was during a time of famine, that would be quite a, a quite an excess to be giving each person. If it's time of famine, there isn't really an opportunity to be uh, giving people such large portions. No, it means that each item went before 100 people, i.e. 100 times 22. Right, so each item would go uh, uh, was put before a uh, hundred people. So the first item went before a hundred people. Second item went between another hundred people. So it's twenty-two times a hundred, which is twenty-two hundred. Rav, when the rabbis would leave Rav, the Beis of Rav, Havupaishe Alpha Umoson Rabbonon, there would be one thousand two hundred rabbis remaining. I guess dependent on Rav, I guess. When they would leave Rav Huna, there would be another, there would be 800 rabbis left, people left. Now when Rav Huna would, would, would give a shear, there would be 13 people kind of like being human microphones, uh, disseminating what he was saying to the people who were gathered there in like 13 different directions and groups. When the people would get up from the yeshiva of Rav Huna, when they would, you know, kind of like uh, pat the, the dust off of their clothing. So there would be so much dust from all the people studying by Rav Huna that when they would, that when they would uh, you know, dust off their clothing after learning, all of the uh, uh, dust would, 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 would like clog up the sky with dust. They would say in Eretz Yisrael, that they must be getting up from the yeshiva by Rav Huna in Bavil. That's why there is all this dust. I was actually reading a book recently, and there's an interesting, um, uh, there's an interesting uh, um, uh, solution, I guess, for global warming. It's it, it's kind of risky, but uh, yeah, I think it's kind of a last resort kind of thing. But to kind of like almost like cool down the sky by basically blocking the sun essentially with like these particles and stuff that would 
basically just make the world not as hot. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of a risky, uh, solution. I think it's probably a last resort thing, but it's interesting, uh, that this, they would get up from the yeshiva, they would dust off their clothes and it would kind of block the sky so much that even if you saw, they would notice it. Uh, maybe there's a solution for global warming. Um, maybe that's how they used to deal with it. They would, they would study Torah. They would study Torah, get up, dust off their clothing, cool down the world. Okay. Um, when the rabbis would get up from the base of Medjish, Rabbi and Rav Yosef, there would be 400 rabbis left over. They would call themselves orphans, that, orphans, that there were so few students left. You know, by Rufuna there were 800, by Rab there were 1200. When the rabbis would leave the Vesmejit of Abaye, Vamilamibe, Rav Papa, some say from the Vesmejit of Papa, Vamilamibe, Rav Ashi, some say from the Vesmejit of Rav Ashi, have a Paishon, Paishay, Mosin Rabbanan, there would be 200 rabbis left, Vikaran Afshari Asme, the Asme, and you know, that was half the amount of Rabban Rav Yosef. Rabban Rav Yosef called themselves the orphans. Now there were 200, only 200, they would call themselves the orphans of the orphans. Friends, that was Daf Kufe of Mesechta. Ksubis, super interesting daf. We talked about, when we start the last paragraph of Masech Ksubis, we talk about these, uh, uh Dayanim and, and all these different, uh, conditions when judging. So super interesting stuff. I hope you all enjoyed. Peace. Out.